Matthew chapter 1 and our text for this morning is at verse 23 <coughs> Behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. Our subject for this morning. God with us. When the Savior met with the amassed disciples, we are told that he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Luke 24, verse 27. I've often wondered what it must have been like for those disciples to have the Lord Jesus explain the Old Testament scriptures to them <coughs> turning to those references there in the Old Testament that spoke speak of him I wonder did he speak to them about the words of the prophet Isaiah for Isaiah said therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel Isaiah 7 and verse 14 because the words of that prophecy were then fulfilled some 400 to 500 years later and we have the record of that fulfillment here in Matthew 1 and he shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins now all this was done that it might be fulfilled <coughs> which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel and then Matthew goes a step further. Matthew tells us the meaning of the name. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Emmanuel. That name only appears three times in all of Scripture. Isaiah 7.14 here Matthew 1 and 23 and then Isaiah 8 and verse 8 then the only references <coughs> to the name Emmanuel <coughs> now we know that every name that the Lord Jesus bears and 
He has memory. Every name tells us something about him and about his person. And Emmanuel is certainly no exception. You look there in verse 21. We take that as an example. She shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Jesus means Savior. So there's the name Jesus tells us something about his person. From the verse 21 goes on to say, He shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And of course he is Jesus Christ. Christ. What does that name tell us about him? Well the name Christ means anointed. Now put the two names together. Jesus Christ. Saviour. Anointed. Christ is the anointed saviour no one else no one else could be our saviour he alone is the anointed saviour as we read in Psalm 45 and verse 7 thou speaking of Christ thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness <coughs> therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Above thy fellows. He is above all. He is our anointed Savior. And there the psalmist speaking about God's Son his only begotten Son our Saviour the Lord Jesus Christ now here before us in our text we have another name Saviour bears the name Emmanuel and here we are given the meaning of that name Matthew tells us which being interpreted is God with us and how wonderful are all of the names of Christ which reveal so much of Christ to us and about him to us and this name Emmanuel is no exception God with us I want first of all to consider the marvel of this name. It is a marvel. Emmanuel. Everything about the birth of Christ is indeed a great wonder and a great marvel. <coughs> Had we never discovered the meaning of the name Emmanuel? Had we never known the meaning of that name? then it may not Christ may not appear such a marvel 
But when you know the meaning of the name, that makes it a great marvel. God with us. Is that not a marvel? Is that not a wonder that we have God with us? And here we see the marvel. Because Matthew here speaks about God. Speaks about God in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here is brought into focus all those references that we have in Scripture and they are innumerable. All those references in Scripture which refer to the Lord Jesus Christ as God. For he who lay in Bethlehem's manger and was carried in a woman's arms was God over all blessed forever. That's who Mary carried in her arms. That's who lay in Bethlehem's manger. God manifest in flesh. And the one whom the shepherds were told about that night and they made their way to Bethlehem. And as they entered into where the Savior lay, who did they look upon? Who did they see? They saw God manifest in flesh. They saw God manifest in flesh. First Timothy 3 and verse 16. And then later, when the wise men came, and came so far to see the Lord, and when they found him, who did they look upon? Who did they worship? They looked upon the one of whom it is written, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's who they saw that day. They saw God, the person of Christ. John 1, verse 1. Yes, the Word was God. Christ was the Word. And the Word was God. Then the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 verse 14. The one who Mary held in her arms was God incarnate. The one whom the shepherds came to see was God incarnate. The one who the wise men came and worshipped was God incarnate. The one whom we come to worship, to praise and adore each Sabbath day is God incarnate. 
and the one who gave us life for us there on Golgotha's brow the one who was suspended between heaven and earth on a cross God incarnate God manifest God manifest in flesh without controversy great is the mystery of godliness God was manifest in the flesh so the one manifest in flesh is God we also see he was given we know that all children are a gift from God the psalmist has said lo children are an heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward Psalm 127 and verse 3 children are an heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward and indeed how Mary was rewarded yea how all of God's chosen have been rewarded because it was for them it was for us that God gave his son he gave his son turn please to Isaiah there in chapter 9 you look carefully at the words of Isaiah 9 and verse 6 for unto us unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father prince of peace the everlasting father <coughs> those words can be rendered the father of eternity <coughs> Christ one of his names here is the father of eternity or the everlasting father <coughs> but notice what the prophet said he said unto us the child is born unto us a son is given the child was born in Bethlehem but the son was given that's important the child was born in Bethlehem the son was given listen the son did not or Christ did not become the son of God in Bethlehem Christ was always the son of God but the son of God 
They came down in Bethlehem. The son's existence did not begin in Bethlehem. The Lord Jesus came into the world as God manifest in flesh. God manifest in flesh. And God the Father gave his son and there on that glorious night in Bethlehem God's son became man. God gave his son to be our saviour. But in order to be our saviour it's important in order for the Lord Jesus Christ to be our saviour he must he had to become man. Christ could not be our saviour if he stayed in heaven and did not come into the world and become God incarnate he couldn't be our saviour he had to become man why? well without the shedding of blood there is no remission and Christ had to become man had blood running through his veins in order that that blood could be shed there on Calvary. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. See Christ had to become that. Turn please to Ephesians. And or sorry Philippians. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians 2 there in verse 6 verse 6 who being in the form of God speaking about Christ who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God Christ Paul is speaking about is God those words could not be penned and written about anybody else as you read in verse 5 let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be weak with God but made himself of no reputation took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You look at those words. Verse 6. He's in the form of God. He's equal with God. Then you come to verse 8. And where do we find them? On the cross. You talk about humility. You talk about the humbleness 
of Christ there we say Christ yes equal with God for he is God and then he was made in the likeness of man there's his incarnation there's Emmanuel and that great event took place that night in Bethlehem's danger no not in a palace not in a cathedral not in a synagogue but in a lowly manger because there's no room for them in there not even an inn and Christ came from the throne of heaven and descended that long long ladder of humiliation became man and lay there in Bethlehem's manger thy throne <coughs> O God is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom thy throne O God is forever and ever Paul there in Hebrews 1 and 7 is speaking about Christ thy throne O God is forever and ever and the one whose throne is forever and ever lay at a humble manger in Bethlehem and the one who lay in that manger is Emmanuel God with us as well as the marvel in this name we have we have God we have giving there's also grace grace Christ coming into the world as God manifest in flesh speaks to us of God's grace for we are told here why the Lord God's son came into the world verse 21 of Matthew <coughs> Jesus bring forth a son and I shall call his name Jesus for because he shall save his people from their sins that's why he came into the world to save mark the words save his people his people from their sins and of course the Jesus of verse 21 is the Emmanuel of verse 23 and there in verse 21 we're told that the Lord Jesus would save his people from their sins then we are told there in the verse 23 Jesus became Emmanuel or was Emmanuel and he came into the world to save his people from their sins and speaking on the behalf of God's people the prophet says for unto us child is born he's born unto us 
Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. There's grace. God gave his son for us. God sent his son into the world for us. What love. What grace. And what mercy. That God would give the very darling of his bosom. To be veiled in flesh. That he might go to Calvary. To shed his blood. And to die for us. You want to know and understand the meaning of grace but there it is a sin in Bethlehem's nature there's grace he whose throne is forever and ever and now he lies in a humble manger and why does he lie in a humble manger because he came to save us it's grace, is it not? Marvelous, infinite, <coughs> matchless grace. We considered the marvel of the name. Now we look again at the meaning of the name. Matthew refers to the words of Isaiah 7 and verse 14 that we have noted but then he goes a little further and Matthew gives us the meaning of the name Emmanuel and here we see the meaning of the name refers to his person God with us the name speaks of Christ's person. And what a wonder this is for those who have received the Lord Jesus as their Savior as referred to in the verse 21 to know that he's also called Emmanuel God with us. And then to know that the one who bears this lovely name, Emmanuel, will always be with us. He is God with us. You think of it. Doesn't refer to an angel. Doesn't say an angel will be with you. But says God will be with you. doesn't speak about cherubim or seraphim being with you. No. It is God with us. No one other than God. We need to get a hold of that that God is with us. Over in Hebrews chapter 1 
verse 5. Hebrews 1 and verse 5. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. No, he didn't say that about an angel. Verse 8 of the same chapter in Hebrews. But unto the Son, he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. No, the Lord didn't despair to an angel as a son. Christ is God. And Christ as God is our Emmanuel. He is God with us. He's God with us. Is having God with us in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, is that not better than having a legion of angels with us? And having just the person of God's Son, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. We can have none better with us than God himself in the person of his Son. He's with us in person. What a comfort to know that we have with us God in person. He is with us. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. There's the person. The name also speaks of his presence. Each and every day is a day in which, believer, listen, each and every day is a day in which we have God with us. What do you think of that? Every day is a day in which we have God with us. There's never a day that goes by in which we do not have God with us. And that word with God with us. That word with is a very strong word. Unlike other times the word with is used. It is a very strong word. It just doesn't mean in company with us. No. But the word with here means together with us. It means sharing with us. Together with us. Sharing with us. The word speaks about the close bond that there is between Emmanuel, Christ Emmanuel and his people. He is together with us 
and the trials of life is together with us he is sharing with us in the sorrows and the struggles of life and when you have sorrows and you have struggles you're not alone you can say nobody understands how I feel nobody knows how sorrowful I feel the Lord knows you can say I feel as though I'm the loneliest person in all the world how would you have God with you Emmanuel's with you he is God with us together with us sharing with us he doesn't leave us you know when trials come no he's no fair weather friend being a friend when things are going well and the sun is shining and then leaves us whenever trouble comes no he's gone with us today he's gone with us tomorrow he's gone with us forever what did he tell his disciples as he sent them forth to preach the gospel and to win souls what did he say he said lo I am with you sometimes now and again lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world you couldn't get a more faithful friend than that lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world and the Bible tells us about the end of the world the sun darkened the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and God will still be with us hallelujah and all those events take place God will be with us God in the person of the Lord Jesus will still be with us he is Emmanuel he's God with us even unto the end of the world and you know what when the world does come to an end we'll be with God we'll be with him of course he'll still be with us so we see the person we see the presence we see there the pledge God with us 
the Lord is pledging to be with us we've seen something of that name Emmanuel and what it means and as we look at it again we see the pledge of the name God with us In fact, <coughs> that word Emmanuel and its meaning God with us. Emmanuel can mean God is with us. The name can be rendered that way. The meaning of the name can be rendered God is with us he's with us now he is with us whatever tomorrow holds we can be sure Emmanuel will still be with us what did the Lord tell Joshua when he took over from leadership of Israel from Moses God said to Joshua as I was with Moses so will I be with thee I will not fail thee nor forsake thee I will not nor forsake me I was with Moses and Joshua I'll be with thee and, and you can be assured I'll not fail you and I'll never forsake you that's who Emmanuel is that's who our God is now you can look at that promise to Joshua and say well that's all that was to Joshua ah but the same promise holds good for us how do I know what the Lord told Joshua he tells us as well because 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20 for all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of God by us every book every promise in the book is mine every chapter every verse every lie every promise in the book is mine in Christ that's what Paul said for all the promises of God in him are yea and in him <coughs> amen <coughs> so the pledge <coughs> made to Joshua is a pledge that's made to us Emmanuel God is with us now when the devil tells you otherwise just remember the devil's a liar the truth is not in him and when the book says God is with us you can settle on that you can rest on that he is with us 
finally considered the marvel of the name the meaning of the name we think of the ministry of the name the ministry as we go through this life with this name the meaning of this name not minister to us sure it would when things are tough when things aren't working out the way we expected just think Emmanuel 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 God is with me God's with me God's with me God is with me Is that not a comfort? Would that not be a comfort? You know something? If Matthew hadn't given us the meaning of the name Emmanuel, really that name wouldn't be much of a comfort, would it? If we didn't know the meaning of the name. Or if we never got our concordance out and looked down at Emmanuel and saw the meaning of the name and we never bothered to find out what does Emmanuel mean it wouldn't be much of a comfort really but now that we know Emmanuel means God with us that is a comfort but we know what the name means. We have given to us by divine authority the meaning of the name. God wants us to know the meaning of the name. Because it is such a comfort just to know that we have in Jesus Christ God with us every day every hour of every day of every year that's a comfort but just to know that through all the events of life God is with us sometimes our skies are cloudy and dreary Sometimes our hearts are burdened with care. But we may know whatever befall us, Jesus is always there. Never a burden that he doth not carry. Never a sorrow that he doth not share. Whether the days may be sunny or dreary, listen, Jesus is always there. Praise his wonderful name. He is Emmanuel. He is 
God with us. Let's bow in prayer. Oh, our dear Lord, we thank thee for thy dear Son. And how every name he bears reveals to us something more about his person. And how we thank thee for Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. Not against us. But God with us. Not resisting us. But God with us. No Lord we thank thee. For our dear, dear, loving Saviour. Who said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Lord, may we take encouragement from the word today and from this glorious name. Bless the word to our hearts. Be with us, Lord, throughout this thy day. No, dear Lord, return us in thy will to thy house this evening, that we might learn more about our Saviour, our wonderful Saviour. Lord, continue to keep thy good hand upon each one of us here, and all in our church family. It was healthy and well and safe and are going out and coming in. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now and until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen.